0: All right, we're back with another Big Hunt Guys podcast. You got myself, Brady Miller here, and once again, the man, the myth, the legend, the glassing guru. I'm going to keep saying you're a glassing guru, Cody Nelson, hey. because you are.
1: Jay keeps calling me that, so yep. I- I'll take it.
0: Yeah, it's got you back again. And yeah. before before we keep going here on this, I just want to say that I was reading through some of the comments that we got in the last podcast you and I did, and it sounds like we got to do some more podcasts together because got really good feedback about it. Just loved yeah, our I mean, the, the deep dives we were doing in optics and glassing and just different techniques. I, I mean, think people appreciate it.
1: It's kind of a long, it's a, it's it's a long distance relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I see where I'm going. Long with that distance part? relationship, yeah, long distance glassing.
1: Yeah, we're. Uh, you know, I mean, I like distance, I, I mean, I, I try to get up here a couple times a month if I can do that. Um, it, it's hard during the busiest seasons because we're, you know, we're, we're cranking stuff out about as fast as we can do it. And I'm on the phones 99.9% of my day. So it's, it's hard to break a, you know, break, you know, a hundred percent free during the, you know, the busy season. But, uh, I mean, every time else, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of stuff planned for this fall and, yeah. you know, and, uh you know spring so we should have a good time
0: and like i always say we're cut from the same cloth you and i love our optics love glassing love optics are where it's at
1: baby Mm -hmm. optics are where it's at i drive up in my 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 truck and it's old and worn out but but my optics are bright and shiny i love it exactly (laughs) spend the money on things that make
0: most sense in life you can have a fancy truck or you can have some nice optics i'd rather have some nice optics and live in a wall tent and not have a nice house
1: yeah, it's. Uh, I got out this weekend, and i uh, it, it, it got to be honest with you, it was the first time I got out, and and you know, kids are back in school, kids are playing baseball tournaments, and you know, chasing the wife and kids around the house, and doing backyard projects and the whole thing, and it's it's just starting to get we're going to get cool in Arizona, and, and my favorite time to glass is you know pretty much September on.
0: Yeah, and right now I'm very excited too because it's you know we're recording this podcast here mid mid to late September. And it's finally cool enough in Las Vegas where I can go out and shoot my rifle a ton. Start doing some long-distance shooting, some dialing, some loads. And I don't know if we're going to see a 100-degree day anymore in Vegas. I really hope that is gone and over with because
1: yeah.
0: I need to get out and start well, working I, on I, some I stuff. Thought,
1: I don't know. I thought I noticed like 95, 96 today. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful weather. I think we're, we're probably – I think it was raining when I left the house in Phoenix this morning, so that was nice. There you go. So that was good. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we got some good stuff planned. On. Speaking of shooting outside, I got – two or three rifles that we're going to be able to work on so I'll bring those up and Oh yeah, I'm and we'll, I'm always game to yeah, work on some rifles we we'll, yeah, content got around those. Two or three scopes that have never been profiled or Yep. So we'll we'll have some fun with that too so that'll be, you know, good upcoming stuff. But yeah, we've got lots of stuff that's new and kind of coming in the works and I think people will be excited about what's coming.
0: Yeah, and so before we dive into some of that, we want to uh, also help you guys put some gear in your hands. So if you guys have been listening, you know you got the promo code podcast. So if you sign up for Insider and use promo code podcast, you're going to get 50 points back to the Go On Gear Shop. So solid. What that's going to do for you right now is everyone needs hunting gear, right? Yep. Whether it's new socks, food, optics, like we're talking about now, you can use all those points to then purchase optics in the Go On Gear Shop. So get yourself Insider, use promo code podcast, get you our whole suite of Insider tools from the Maps Insider you know, filtering 2.0, draw odds. It's like we are starting to all, it may seem crazy, but September, I'm starting to plan for 2023 already. Yep. I'm already starting to dive in and look at it. <laughs> and Pretty soon we're going to have updated draw I, odds on the website, I, all I, these I, different I, tools. I had
1: no doubt that that was happening already.
0: Oh, yeah. And then also, if you want to guys want to use promo code podcast when you sign up for Explorer, which is their Maps-only membership. <clears> but I want to mention, too, that besides for just Maps when you sign up for Explorer, you do get access to the gear rewards. So you can get 20 points back to the going gear shop. That is a huge value add when it comes to maps, because if you just want maps, well, you can just have your maps in your hand, have them on the web, but we also give other things on that membership as well. So that's why it's great having the gear rewards when you're shopping, you're getting rewarded for your purchases and within one or two purchases, it's going to pay for your Explorer membership. Exactly. Like, I don't don't exactly know off the top of my head some of the points you get for optics, but like, if you're going to buy a pair of binos, it's going to pay for your membership and then some. Yeah pretty quickly
1: no it it, it, it's if people look at them as a kind of a savings account Mm -hmm. it stacks up over a while yeah and i I mean i have guys that have saved up four or five hundred points and you know they're able to go ahead and you know take care of a pretty good chunk of something
0: that's a good analogy i don't think i've ever yeah ever used that one for a savings account
1: well it it just depends you know like how you you know there's different stores out there that you know dividends or however you want to phrase it but if you if you just think about it like i get a check from costco every year right mm-hmm. so why not you know they, they give it to you at the end of the year or at the beginning of the next year and you can use that to purchase something so yep. you know typically the wife and i figure out something that that can go to and that's what we spend it on
0: and i always remember folks too when you're purchasing things in the going gear shop when you're any of our membership levels insider you know, Explorer. Like one point equals $1. That's correct. So if it says 185 points when you purchase this spotting scope, that's $185 you're getting back in it's your chunk. savings account to use on that other purchases.
1: Absolutely a chunk.
0: So, yeah, be sure to use promo code podcast if you guys are looking to uh, sign up for Insider or Explorer membership. So I want to dive in right now, Cody. I think this podcast is going to be all about spotting scopes. Pretty much. one we of our some- One of our favorite pieces of gear.
1: Yeah, it's an, I think it's, if I had to, I, I say this all the time, but it, it, it's probably one of the most misunderstood and misused pieces of gear that, you know, that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, uh, and and what I mean by that is, is people, people talk about, it and they call me and they want to glass with a, with, you know, a, a spotting scope. And I don't necessarily glass with a spotting scope for long periods of time. Yep um i i might validate on whether a buck is a big buck or is the deer that i'm seeing is it is, is it a buck or is it not a buck or is you know is a doe or what is it mm-hmm. you know is that whatever i see underneath that tree at shade at you know 2 miles is do i need to get a closer look or you know is that just a bunch so, of branches <laughs> like i look at it as a time saver and you know but but i glass with you know I hear you use the term glass but if i have a spotting scope on my tripod with the exception of filming something or or digiscoping if i use a, a spotting scope more than 10 or 15% i would say like that's a that would be a lot mm-hmm. um i just use two eyes more often than i use one and it's more efficient and and i know guys that 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 do better at it than others um i think you know after a season and you've been glassing you know every week or, you know, four or five, whatever it is, you know, 14 days in a row or those long, you know, marathons like that. I think guys, their muscle fatigue and muscles become more uh, aware of what it's doing and it's muscle memory. And maybe they don't have as much problem with it, but, you know, for a guy that just goes out and he's just going to, you know, glass for a couple days at a time. I mean, I've literally been talking to people that have had a spotting scope out all day and it, you're two hours removed from from glassing, and their their cheek is you know yeah. quivering and 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 you know basically cramping up, so to speak. And so I just don't think it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a more uh, there's a smarter, more efficient way to use you know uh, uh, tripods and 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 bigger optics with two eyes, and you know, and that's why we've had this huge you know surge of twelve power, fifteen power. Big Eyes, you know, BTXs, Coa uh, 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 um, Highlanders, uh, you know, and all these things going on uh, in, in the industry right now, which is really fun to, to watch and, and watch happen. And, and, and I like it because, you know, it's fun to, you know, people are like, oh, man, this is the greatest thing in the world. And I'm thinking, man, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. And it's like a kid in a candy store. People are just excited about it. Yep, and I think that that's good for everything. And you know, I, I remember years ago when people would say, "I can't believe you're telling everybody, you know, not doing this." And 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 you know, there's certainly some much bigger name people than I am that were doing that, and people were like, "Well, you know, I don't ever want this secret to get out." That you know, it, it, we're beyond that. And yeah, it's
0: all about helping people.
1: It's uh, it's about helping people. It's about enjoying the outdoors, finding game. And, you know, I look at it this way, if you have guys out searching for stuff and they're looking at longer distances and finding game and whatever, it, to me, it, it actually makes them, I, I don't use the word smarter, but they're hunting more efficiently, which means they're not out actually in amongst the deer, just blowing, blowing them out, out of the country. Yep. So I, I think there's a lot of good things that come from it and, you know, I just, uh, You know, the the spotting scopes, they're they're a tool, and they're they're a tool for me that's used, you know, pretty much less than any other tool Mm. in the optics game for me.
0: Yeah, so what are you saying? You You think you use a spotting scope 15... 20% Twenty
1: percent of the time, I, I would literally say if it's if it's over fifteen percent of my day, it's that's, a, that's I, a I would lot. tell you that's a lot.
0: Unless you're in a deer all the time. Like well, I mean, if you're in a deer constantly, and you're looking at something, or di- it, maybe you're digiscoping it, it, a like buck. Like this weekend, but.
1: I was glassing a bull up that that you know was just a tremendous bull, and and man, I just I couldn't could not have it you know going. So I had the one fifteen out, mm-hmm. you know, with with the digiscoping, and and I, I mean, I was a I was I, I must have gotten. I don't know, twenty or thirty minutes worth of you know footage, and and they weren't moving, and everything was just perfect. So I just stayed after it, and and that doesn't count to me as like glassing. But if that's what you're using it for, great. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't just sit there and stare at it, you know, unless I was really trying to score it, and you know, if yeah. that happens, it, it just depends on the situation. But I would tell you ten or fifteen percent on a normal day.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what my percentage might be because obviously now you know I have. I have the BTX eyepiece, but I also have ATX and I've used assortment of other, you know, spawning scopes throughout the years. And I think I, I might be one of those people that use them a little bit more, like a single, okay. single eyepiece. Because, like, I think maybe my glassing strategy, you know, may be a little different or it's a hybrid. But, like, after that mid, you know, that early morning, obviously I'm on the binos the whole time. But mm-hmm. once it gets later in the day, shadows start moving, deer start bedding. Yep. I think that's when a little bit, I, so I will take out a spawning scope. Just so I can dive into the shadows a lot more, sure, because yeah, I'm sometimes I'm not looking you know crazy far distances by any means, but I'm just trying to dissect the shadows a little bit easier, and yeah, you do have to deal with a little bit of eye fatigue, you know because I'm leaning in there the whole time with squinting one eye, yeah, but I think it's just again, it's another tool in that toolkit, like I'm just trying to overly analyze. patch of timber or some area that i know maybe a buck might be in i'm trying to turn him up maybe maybe he didn't show up in that basin
1: that morning i'm trying to dig him out i I think that that you know again it comes down to the situation it comes down to you know what when where how and and what you're seeing at the time yeah is there if i'm if i'm looking at a whole you know strip of mountain and 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 i and there's a patch up there that that i just can't really quite see the way i want it and, and i and i need more magnification mm-hmm. sure I, i'm not going to tell you that i don't ever take the spotting scope out and turn it up and yeah. really focus on it um but yeah i mean a, again it's more for pointed specifics mm-hmm. um you know and then obviously scoring or validation or whatever yep. you're trying to do it just it really just depends on where, where you're at in the game
0: how would we determine um is there an optimum objective Both. an optimum size well, I mean, because we, we have so many options nowadays. You, I know we, we have a couple options just sitting here in front of us right now. We're going to talk about it in a little bit, but like, what do you think?
1: Like, if I had just to pick one, I mean, look. It, maybe fr- first it. of all, uh, up until recently, you know, four or five years ago, anyway, y- your choices were you know '80s and '85s. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, that was on the big side. Mm-hmm. Um, Co has been, you know, they've had the '88s for a while, but but you, you really didn't have all those options, right? So, yep. I mean, pretty much the, the scope of choice that was the high end that everybody would go with would be, you know, like an FL um, uh, um, diaLite or whatnot from Zeiss and, and or, or the Sarovsky STS, ATS, whichever, you know, 80. And those were kind of like considered, you know, like the big dogs. Yep. Well, you know, Sarovsky comes out with the the, you know, the AT or the ATS STX and the 95. And that kind of changed everything because not only did that change, but it changed the power or the magnification. Yep. So you went, you went from 20 to 60 to 30 to 70. Yeah. Well, I would tell people that, you know, before the COA, or I'm sorry, before the Swarovski and the, in the Harpia, right. You really didn't have anything over that seven to that 60 power range and pretty much all the scopes when you got to 60 it would kind of start to be like taper oh, off a little bit you, you'd want to back it off yeah. until you got to, you know you got to picture back right and and so when I, I remember distinctly um you know we had a guy in a shop and and he walked in and he kind of looked over his shoulder and he goes is it that good and I said to him, you know, very well-known person in Phoenix and archery, and I love him to death, and he's just a super good dude. And I said, literally, I said, it'll be, it'll be the best thing over 50 power you've ever looked at.
0: Yeah,
1: There's just no doubt. And so that kind of, I remember that and remember thinking to myself, God, how far in the power, you know, the magnification range can you go? And, and really still get a quality picture and 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 you know then you had the harpia come out and then you know you had uh, the you know koa came out with the 99 you know last year and so you just there's so much more option as to what we used to have yeah. and and they're they're just they're amazing pieces of glasses' They're yeah. glass now and so um d- so I, I guess the question is that you say optimum and exactly. i would tell you that like, right now, I'm running an STX 85. Yep. And, f- and, and and I know that all of this is debatable. All of this is... That's, what, you, I want, that's what I'm you, hoping. You're, you're leading down you, the answer yeah, I want it, you to I, lead it's, down. It's all depending on what a guy wants and how what he's doing for that day. Yep. But I come to the... I, I've, I've basically come to the fact of, for me personal, on a daily basis, it's hard for me... Because I love digiscoping and I want the best images I can possibly get, it's really hard for me to go below an eighty five millimeter. Yep. Now, with all the stuff that's available to us today, there's some option. I mean, the, the the glass and the and the the not just the glass, but the systems in which they're emplo the, the the way they're built and and how things are coming together, it's getting better and better and better. Oh yeah. So You know, we'll talk about the STC-ATC from Sharovsky that just released, and that's another one that, excuse me, we we literally just keep making things better. Oh, yeah. And it makes you want to have that golf bag. I just wish we had the caddy to carry stuff. Exactly. But you end up wanting to have all that stuff, Brady. So, Optimum. There is none. To me, it comes back to, I just always want the best exit people I can get. Yeah. And so, are there days where I can envision myself with a set of 1242s, you know, in and a, and a, and a small spotter and running up the mountain and being able to look at a very specific canyon. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not looking at mileage. I'm, I'm looking at yards, right? So I, I think that there's there's just a time and a place for each of those tools. Yep. Um, and, you know, there's some guys that are going to play that lightweight game all the time and some guys are going to just go, you know what, I, I need the image.
0: Yep. Yeah, it kind of depends on your use case. Whether you're going crazy ultralight backpacking, maybe you're just gla- using a spotting scope of glass from your truck, or you're you know driving around in a side by side ATV and doing short hikes from there. Probably just well, and it comes down to budget uh, too. I'll
1: show you a video from this weekend, and I I'd I have to go, I'll have to go back and use the 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 measuring on the maps and and figure out exactly. But I was I was somewhere between well where the bull was and cows to where I was. It was somewhere between 4 and 500 yards the whole time. And you have that on an uh, an STX 85 or I'm sorry, an STX uh, I had that on the the 115. And there's just no doubt in my mind. You can't look at that video footage and go, "How does it get any better?" Yeah. I mean, I could see the points, I could the, I mean the cheaters, the waviness, the blades. Uh, it, how does it get any better? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, and yes, I'm describing a really nice bull and it was kind of fun to do. But yeah. I mean it was but I mean this bull, like it was just so fun to sit back and just look at the screen and 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 just enjoy that moment for what it was. And I don't think that's possible if I would have been mismatched with a much smaller spotting scope, you know, where maybe that distance just didn't make sense for it. So again, mm-hmm. it kind of comes back to that. You know the photographers in our audience would, would, would will know what you mean by this you, you can't do everything with one lens that's if 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 that Very was true. the case you know why why do we have all these other lenses Yep. and so again it I, you know i just I, all things said i i i prefer you know an 85 i used the 95 for the last four or five years but because of the btx you know, I've been I've been mean, kind of switching back and forth between the 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 eighty five and the one fifteen, so that's kind of my sweet spot. Yep. But boy, do I love throwing a ninety five on there and going. And it is a little a little more lightweight, a little more slender, not so bell shaped at the end. Mm-hmm. Fits in all the pockets real nice. Yep. So, you know.
0: Yeah, because I want to throw the the use case that uh, I know we've discussed together quite a bit. When I uh, was first looking at getting my set of, you know. Big big optics. I wanted the big eyes type uh-huh. thing. I was yeah. looking at the Btx, and so I asked you the question a lot. I was almost dead set on a ninety five yeah. for the longest time, and then the the one fifteen had been out for maybe a year at that point. I think when we, when I was uh, looking uh, at uh, it,
1: probably a little bit. Yeah, yeah cause that right was about, a, right about that time. I think that was like yeah fall maybe of, of twenty twenty. So somewhere yeah. around
0: there. And so I think I don't I can't remember exactly what you said, but you had said like yeah you you'd love the ninety five Brady. Like I like to you know kind of go ultra light but i still have heavy weapon heavy optics and that sort of thing so i do go you you know i go steep and deep all the time you're like yeah it's gonna save you a little bit of weight He's like you're gonna you know the way your glassing style is you look early in the morning really far away late in the evening you're looking really far away as well and eventually you might wish you had that 115 with you it's like as long as you're willing to carry it like the benefit, maybe for my style, was going to outweigh the the 95, and I started reconsidering a little bit. And then, since I picked up the 115, obviously I was "Borrowed, you let me borrow your 95 for a full year." Yep. So I was kind of working around, trying to figure out what I liked. And I am still to this day like ecstatic that I chose the 115 rather than going with the 95 right away. Because now it makes sense for me too. Because I started big. This might not work for everyone else, but I have a 115, and I can always go lower. Where if I start, right. if I, I with a 95, I don't think I'd ever want to get an 85. So they're so similar to each other, and I wouldn't ever want to get a 95 and a 115. But now I could get the 115, and maybe eventually get a 65.
1: Well, th- this is the now whole. Th- th- the, this is the beauty of of like the 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 Koa 55 series, or Sirovsky just released the the STC's. Yep. that's discussion with, I'm leaning with, you towards with a 56, right? So now I've I've kind of covered all my bases. I I, I don't have the 65
0: yep
1: right and so now i've I'm, I'm basically 85 to 115 i'm covered yep and yes i still have the 95 and it gets I, I will be honest it gets less use yeah but it did go on brando's hunting yeah and uh you know that was kind of fun so mm-hmm. you know, fun stories i don't know for supposed to talk about that now oh, no no you go the know, great bull no it's a it's a good deal it's a great bull and and he should be happy and And, you know, Porter and those guys getting to use the, the, the BTX and, and, you know, that country that, you know, the glassing was just tremendous Mm -hmm. and, but you you do, you cover 115 to 85 and then now I have every reason, you know, just to be completely ecstatic about this, this 56 millimeter because now it really does, it, it is in the lightweight, it is usable power. It, you know, it doesn't fall off. It, it, you know, everything is good to go. Yeah. You know, let's talk and, about and that
0: real quick. So it's the new ATC <sighs> and the STC and 17 to
1: 40 by 56, right? Yeah. 17 to 40 by 56. So Sarovsky released, um, which I have been asking, begging anybody that would listen. I have been wanting just the best of the best, uh, Compact spotter. Yeah. Um, do, I, do you think? Do you
0: think they were? This is like the Cody Nelson edition. The
1: spotter. Could it? Could it? Could I, it could I it, don't know, know it, that it's the Cody Nelson. I, but I. I mean. I you know, know you've been talking. You've been talking about. I, for I a can long time. flat out tell you that the guys at Sorrowsky know that I've been asking. When the BTX and or, or the modular series came out, I asked them specifically for a a thirty power eyepiece or something to go that maybe could be shortened up and and made smaller. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, yeah, but we got these new. And I'm like, but yeah, but I look at that 65 and can we make it? You know, I was like, what can we make other parts for? Mm -hmm. Like, can we just add a small, like fixed eyepiece to this? And so, you know, when, when, when I was doing that, the, um, yeah, my goal was always to have a compact spotter. Um, I've, I've owned, and I still own a 25 to 50 loophole, uh, gold ring. I mean, it's it's that big, but I mean, look, you got a two it's a two millimeter exit pupil. The has it done pretty good for what I wanted it to. Sure, it does, but it it's not the glass that we see in optics today.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I owned a twelve by forty by sixty when that first came out. You know, now they have an HD version of that, so everything just kind of keeps getting better. And and I always wanted just that ultimate compact. That you know, like just a ridge runner, man. That you could run up to a place, look what you need to do, use your your binos first, you know, get good footage of something, and 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 I, I think the backpacking guys are literally going to go crazy over this. Yep. Um, they are selling at a blister pace.
0: Explain, um, explain to me your first impression. So, I'll just give it, a little. I'll give a little tease. I think you you were out in the field. You had mentioned to me a few days before, like, hey, there's gonna be something cool coming out. You can't tell you anything yet, Brady. I'm like, I'll, I'll wait, you know. I, I
1: Well I was just I was just kinda getting everybody prepped up, like, hey, I'm gonna call you with some information yep. and, and we need to make you know we so make we, some we, moves we, happen. We need to make some moves happen and, and get it jumping, but
0: Yeah, so I think you were out on the mountain, all of a sudden I think you called me at like nine forty five or ten o'clock at night. Like after you had been like looking. Yeah. And then like you were you were literally like a,
1: so was giddy. giddy. I was giddy. You were so, I've never, I've never seen you so excited. It, I, I just, I think this is something that, I it, I think people have just been wanting this for so long that the examples that we had before this, like, look, the, this 550 Koa is, is an incredible piece of glass. There's no doubt in my mind. But people were expecting things, you know, from Leica or Zeiss or, um, uh, or Swarovski and, and it was just like, it just, it, you know, it just wasn't happening. And so, you know, you, you anticipate and you want something for so long. Um, like I'll give you kind of a little bit of a history of that. So you have that 12 to 40 and, and I'll never forget when, when Sarovsky had, you know, when I first like saw the first 65 millimeters, like, Oh, that, you know, that. Yeah. and, and so for the longest time, I thought that that was kind of the best, you know, of the, of the smaller spotters. And the one that, that I was really disappointed that they got rid of was when Leica quit making the 62 millimeter. Mm. And so there's, there's just been all these examples of just awesome spotters that we, you know, could have been used to, to build and, and kind of keep going on that subject. And, and I just, I, I just was hoping and praying for, you know, um, But that glass, I mean, it's like an EL vision, in a self-contained, the the eyepiece is not components. You know, it's 11, or I'm sorry, a 17 to 40, Mm -hmm. and it's 56 millimeter. Um, I, I think it's just been made to be as efficient inside as possible because you're not putting two pieces of glass together so right there you the two filter pieces that are on the outside that are protecting yeah you know when you take these, take apart, these off yeah those aren't th- they're they're gone
0: so, so that means you instantly get a little bit brighter or or more well, detail I, probably i, I think what it means is
1: is you just get a more efficient you know there's not as many things to pass through that you yep. know you know i don't know the correct name for that but like i think of 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 you know, friction loss but it's it's not friction but the fact is, is, it's just got an easier path. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, I was blown away by that piece of glass. It was, it was the edge to edge quality was clear, um, really super, you know, good feel of view at, 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 I think it's a 186 foot feel of view, um, you know, at the, at the 17 power. And I think it jumps down to 108, you know, at the 40 power. But what I was most amazed with was, is that when you turned it up to 40 power, they're, they're there wasn't the fall off in some of the the other spotters you know that i've used over the years yep i'm I'm sorry it's just it, it just is what it is, so i've always thought that when you get when you get below a two millimeter exit pupil you're going against your, your your you know what what's normal in your what you want you want as big as exit pupil as you can well when when that happened, I was just like, man, this thing just doesn't disappoint and and I was really kind of searching like where where does the edge to edge get compromised where does the yeah. and it just doesn't and and i mean i think p- there's going to be some people that just when they get it out in the field it's going to answer all the prayer the backpackers are going to go absolutely crazy over it
0: yeah i wish we still had one here in the in the office right now so we could show you guys who are watching well, this on they're uh, working on youtube
1: them, and i had to i had one for a week, and I had to give it up, and because it's there's just not that many to go around yeah. right now. But
0: I went, when I first looked through it, so I I wanted to take it outside and just get like it's it's hard, it was hard for me to describe like that first feeling. But all I kept thinking about this was like I think I said on, on we released a I don't know what it was Instagram reel or something like that. But I was like this is a game changer. Like instantly, I was just like it brings a yeah. smile to your face when you look through it and you're like oh my gosh, and you go from 17 power, and you go to 40 power. And it's still crystal clear the whole way. And we're—I was looking in the Vegas heat during the late afternoon. There's all these mirages out, and it was like cutting it down. I wasn't like glassing super far with it because you know I was just at the office right. here. But like I was looking at the detail in the trees. I was looking at the edge, edge, like you said. I could see all the little leaves moving around. I saw all the little details, and it was just super crisp. And it almost reminds me of looking through like N L NLPers.
1: Well, I mean, and in, in essentially that they're I mean, like it, n l you know look the peer i mean there's a couple things different in the way that they've done that with the peers but that's why i said the 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 el sworov vision because mm-hmm. i think that's what it's most closely related to yeah i mean I, you know i i think we'd have to break it down with the sworol guys to get all the the you know intricate yeah. secrets out there but i i think that's what it is
0: yeah and it's such it's so compact such a lightweight option like
1: and you and you and by the way you like the you like the, the, the angled? I love an angled, yeah. Okay, all right.
0: And I like too how yeah. it just breaks it down, makes it seem like it's a little bit smaller. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the two measurements were on the top of my head right now. but
1: Well, I, I, I can't say this. The angled, I think, will we'll, for, for the guys that are using a, a, a variety of different, I'll say weighted heads, mm-hmm. if you're using ultra-lightweights, I think the angled you know, might just, you know, I- unless you've got a plate system that will allow for a little bit of, of forward or, or aft, you oh, know, yeah. yep. um, I think that the angle is going to balance out really nice, mm-hmm. even though, you know, um, I, you know, I pref- me, I prefer the straights, but, um, and again, that's another arguable thing yeah. we can, we can go down that rabbit hole too, but, um, but, it, I, and I don't want anybody to get the, I, look, I've used a lot of good glass over the years. I mean, some, some stuff that, you know, like I always think back to like the, the Minox, you know, 11 to 33s. And, yeah. you know, and those were, those, those were good pieces of glass back in the day. And they were better than what we had been using for small stuff. Um, I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm just like saying, oh, well, you know, everything else is trash. And this is because it's not true.
0: No.
1: Um, like this piece of glass sitting in front of us, th- there's no doubt in my mind that it's worth the, the 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 1799 that it is and 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 I've used those and taken those out and had a had a wonderful experience with them and hence that's why we've got we're now a coa dealer yeah so you know that if if I didn't believe but what I'm trying to provide for people is a choice
0: yeah we're just providing more options
1: like in, in you know we didn't have those choices you know way back when Mm-hmm. and some of them you know there's people that t- today don't know who koa is yep. and so you know i i, I but again I, I there are good pieces at good price points and and i think it, it goes back to my my pillars of of glassing or you know buy the best glass you could afford put it on a tripod and and slow down and be methodical when you glass if you'll mm-hmm. do those three things i promise you'll find more game Yep. And, and, and this, all these different choices and all these things that we have now, I'm just elated the fact that we have, you know, these kind of choices in the, in the, in the compact spotter world.
0: Yeah. What do you think it's going to do to like uh like 65 millimeter sales? You know, you think it, people are going to more lean towards I, one or the other now, or
1: it, it's okay, well, the modular series, I don't think it's going to hurt yeah. because guys, you know, if you're invested in that and you're in that. I mean, look, it, you know, the only thing that's going to be different is is that the sixty five, uh, like STX or ATX, on that end, it's still a a lot heavier. Yeah. So, you know, I I I don't know that it's going to cannibalize it. Hmm. Um, I think that you know it it, it I think what it's going to do is it's going to make room for others. Yeah. So rather, you know, they just. I mean, I, I have no knowledge of this, but like I saw that piece, and I'm like, well, okay. Well, I love the modular for what it does, but does the 65 or the older 80s? Do they keep getting better when you make them so that they're tech They're not well, they're in one unit as opposed yeah. to an eyepiece and a in a body. So, like, I started thinking, like, oh, well, you know, how can we make these better? Gotcha. And again, it comes down to me, like. You know, I don't know what Sarovsky's doing or thinking in this regard, but, it, you know, if they're thinking, hey, we get to cut down the line, I'm like, no, 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 make it more. Yeah. Give us more choices so that we have more, you know, like the, the golfers want more club, you know, faces exactly. and pitches and, you know, whatever, I don't care. I just want more choice. So I want to be more exacting with whatever purpose, you know, that we're, we're whatever job you're doing or whatever your glass in that day. I want the ability to take stuff out and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't know. I'm I'm just excited about it. I, you, my reaction, Brady, was just that. It was it was it was pretty awesome. And and I don't know if if everybody's seen it, but there's a cradle on the bottom of it, kind of like a it looks like a shell. But it you know you see him hand holding it in the, in the yeah. Ads. If you go on the website and their ads are hand-holding and what that's it. meant to do is is it, it's meant to either be laid on a pack or into a sandbag or whatever. And you're still able to turn the focus wheel without, without, you know, having it like lift off or or move. So, um, I don't know, have you ever seen like the old pictures from the, from the old, like Alaska days when the, when the, when the Cowboys, you know, or the guides are are laying their spotting scope in the, in the crease of their hat? Oh yeah. Well, that essentially that's what this was made to do. Hmm. The only difference is, is that they've, you know, this is world class glass, and, yeah. and and they've thought about those things. It's a pretty cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the other thing that's noticeable about it is is that there's no foot anymore.
0: Yeah, they've kind of got rid of that. So
1: it's it's actually up into the body, and and uh, and. You know, I mean, it worked out real good with the plate system, and, and so I was pretty happy with it.
0: And it's really neat, too. So anyone who has any sort of digiscoping systems, too, like it'll still fit oh, on. Well, that was the... the eye eyepiece is the same. Yeah,
1: that was the best part is is that the, the ATX, STX eyepieces that you're familiar with the modulars, it's the same eyepiece. I yeah. took my, my digiscoping gear that I've used, you know, on all my gear and, and slapped it right on there, and yeah. it worked perfectly. Not one bit of difference. No. Yeah. So um yeah i am mean, i'm just i'm elated about it it's already doing great in the shop mm-hmm. um you know i know swarovski's getting ready to kick them out here in the next you know what i don't even know what what the date is 21st and 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 i know that uh you know they're, they're still uh so everybody hears this i don't know when this is going to exactly air but they're still saying october 1st and so we're you know we're, we're going forward with that and yep. and we're still pre-sailing so um yeah it's a a good thing it's
0: exciting times to (laughs) be looking to purchase optics
1: yeah it's we've just never had this much choice yeah
0: yeah it all comes down to choice and And I guess that's why I
1: I have fun doing my job because I get questions and I'm like I get to work and and sometimes walk through some of this and some guys come out with really outstanding questions and I'm like oh I got to think about that for a minute like Mm -hmm. what what's going to help this guy the best and 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 I just try to lay it out like, okay, let's think about this sensibly, and then figure out if that works for him or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about these two optics you have sitting here. Yeah. Well, and in general too, we just like you said, like we are now carrying Koa.
1: We are now Koa, and and look, some people call it Kawa. Yeah. And I'm I I I'm it really want makes me reach out and and ask for certain what they want to be called. Yeah. Uh, it's much, like we were
0: saying off air it's kind of like the coos deer the, cows the coos deer, deer
1: cows deer thing and, and look i'm from arizona i've been hunting coos deer a long time and you can tell by the way i say it i i don't know i I just can't it's just hard to say cows deer i know i don't want to be disrespectful to sir elliot cow, you know cows but i it's just coos deer it just kind of yeah. separates them from the you know from the from the from the groups i guess mm-hmm. but <clears throat> But yeah, so KOA, uh, I've always called them KOA. I've never been corrected. I don't think anybody's ever corrected me. Yeah. Um, we, uh, they are now live on the site. Um, we are carrying pretty much the full line of KOA of spotting scopes mm-hmm. uh, and Highlanders. Um, and if nobody's familiar with the Highlander series, it is a... As, honestly, it's for stargazing. And they're angled and they're a twin spotter, and they're they're uh, they're built in its own body uh it's about thirteen pounds so you're saying if there's mule there on the moon right now, I'll be able to find them <laughs> pretty much partner they're they're thirty two by they're they're a thirty two by eighty two uh f l um glass and they they really are quite amazing um individual focus eyepieces meant to be used on a super high or, or a heavy tripod yep um ultra long glassing i can't say a bad thing about them because i've used them extensively enjoy them you know beyond all get out they're you know it's a $5000 purchase so it's an investment mm-hmm. but you know for guys that that want stability and and that that and when i say stability there's a lot of people that that want to lighten things up but that is made to to put on a heavy tripod with a with a head that that will will work with that weight um, you know, Manfrotto 502, Suray uh, VH10, uh, Manfrotto 500, you know, uh, uh, those will work. Um, and, and, and I got to be honest with you, it's, who when, when you sit down and you stay low on the tripod and you embed yourself into the side of a mountain, it's a really pleasurable experience because you don't have a lot of vibration and a yeah. lot of movement and, and you can just see detail and it's really what I, where I learned about long-distance glassing.
0: Yeah, and that's like basically extreme long-distance glassing. Yeah. Like you could basically sit there instead of dropping all your eggs in one basin, you could yeah. sit there and glass from a super far distance away and kind of pick up animals yep. really far I away. I mean,
1: and it, it, and it does. It just shows you that when you look at things far away, you know, um, we've always kind of said you may not be glassing for today, but you're glassing, you know, for tomorrow's hunt or whatever you're yep. doing. And it, and it really is that. And, and those COAs, man, the Highlanders, I will just I, – I will always, always, always have a a place in my heart for those. But they're, if you think you're just going to walk around and carry with them – I mean, I, I literally know guys that backpack with them, and I know that's extreme and crazy, mm-hmm. and, and but I know guys that have done it. And it's not for everybody, um, but there are guys that have done it, and they take them in and they, they sit on high, you know, mountain points and – they can see for ridiculous distances, and those guys have done and been very successful with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, my thing is when you have a thirteen-pound optic, you got to have a five, six, seven-pound you know yeah, tripod you a to balance tripod. it and, and 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 subdue it. Um, I like it, you know, out of the truck and and you know within a, a reasonable distance anyway. But you know that was you know, you had the doctor optics back in the day and, you know, the 30 by eighties and the super wide angle, you know, you have all these different stuff out there and, and, um, you know, those, the codes were always looked at as like, Hey, those, those are as good as it gets. And they were, yeah. and they, well, they still are. Yep. I, I so, looked through
0: those a couple years ago looking for deer and I was blown away with what you could see with them. And again, I had the heavy tripod. Gla- I was starting to glass for a while and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I got a deer. Guys are like, where, where it, where's it at? And I pulled my head out of them, <laughs> and I realized I was glassing like oh, yeah. four miles away. I was like, oof, wait. Well, I need to glass a little bit closer.
1: Their application, you know, I mean, it's literally for stargazing or looking at the moon or what have you. And But they also became really popular at at, at long-range shoots. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the spotters and the guys that were sitting behind, and really, they had a military application mm-hmm. because the guys – that were sitting behind snipers in sniper school you know were were calling wind and doing stuff and or, or observing or whatever and they realized that they were you know these big giant binoculars what they were using hmm. and uh you know just because you know when you're looking at stuff a thousand yards the whole reason behind the both eyes open is you know it, it it's no different than just both eyes open with binoculars when both eyes open or functioning together, you see better and you, you more efficiently with, with more detail.
0: Yeah. It'd be like trying to walk around with one eye closed the whole time, trying to walk yeah. through the mountain range. It's going to be a little more, more difficult. A hundred percent. Open both those eyes yeah. up. You can see more detail. You can see things and it just, makes and sense. there's, and,
1: and there's there, you know, those are, you know, I think technically, yeah, those are still Poro Prism by design and, and Poro Prism moves light really, really, you know, easily and, and, um, or at least more efficiently than, than, than roof Prism glass. And, mm. So there's, there's some lessons to be learned there, but, um, again, just an amazing piece of glass, happy to have them on board. We still get calls, you know, for that stuff every once in a while. And so, um, I was just really happy to, you know, get with, with Paul at, at, at Coa and, and, and get him on board and, and we're just excited about it, but they've got, um, you know, right here, you see the, uh, this is the, 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 the 99 millimeter, um, just an unbelievable piece of glass um certainly ranks up in the highest of the high of all glass quality digiscoping pictures everything there is no doubt in my mind that it belongs in that conversation Hmm. um the difference is is, you know it's got a four thousand dollar price tag yeah and so you might be paying you know five six seven eight hundred dollars more than that with some of the other brands
0: do you think a lot of hunters don't realize that
1: koa's out there i i they have i think a lot of people have no idea no idea yeah this is a brand that they're japanese made Mm -hmm. limited lifetime warranties um i've seen them do amazing things with their warranties they're straightforward there's not a lot of guesswork they take care of things in quick time but they've been around for a number of years and i and i I, i'm not even sure the first time i ever heard the word koa i i'm I, i mean it's it, 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 i don't know 20 years ago 25 yeah. year whatever it was um but they've been around you know for a very long time um, has it
0: just been like a marketing thing maybe like or, or just the other they, companies they, have kind of dominated the hunting
1: game and i think so and and, and being from arizona mm-hmm. you know we, we were always looking for different glass in yeah. that niche and and so i i think you know we, I don't know if, if Arizona found out about it earlier, but I, you know,
0: you guys are kind of the epicenter of well, th-
1: because a lot of that stuff was born there. It yeah. was born in the the s- mountains of southern Arizona and and Glasson for Coos deer. That's what mm-hmm. that's where it all came from. Yep. And and those you know those guys were pioneers and doing stuff that no, you know, I mean, I, again, I I talk about it, but seeing Dwayne Adams sitting you know on perched up on a rock face with just a crappy old tripod yeah. and, and instead of you know uh back in the day there were probably 15 to 1800 bucks but that you know those were in the, the 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 later 80s and and people were doing that mm-hmm. and that just was not i mean if you think about it like the people that call us from the west or from the east today because they're going out west to hunt they they have a, just a completely different idea of what they need to come out here and be successful. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, this whole evolution of how all this started is just really cool and quite fascinating to me. Um, but COA, really, where they gain popularity is on the birding sites in, in the in the birding industry. Really, Bird- and people just don't realize how big the birding industry is. Yeah, like,
0: people don't we, know we, it. I it mean, probably D- birders are, the sales first hunting.
1: of all the where i really started noticing difference of, of where koa started to show up is when the birding industry people would start doing tests koa was at a very long time ago was dipping into the highest categories yeah so you may have zeissarovsky you know uh, uh, uh like a And then you'd have this COA and then sometimes people would even grade. So there was always this thing I kept watching and, and they they were, they just did an incredible job that way. Hmm. And I think they just, they've, you know, they're, they're out of Torrance, California. And, and that's where, you know, where their U.S. base is anyway. And um, I, I don't know that it's marketing. And I don't know that there were, it's not like they were trying to keep it a secret I just think that it's just one of those companies that just kind of has stayed true and, mm-hmm. and they, they do what they do and, and they, they try to do that very well. Um, I mean, you know, at first glance, they're good looking units. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at them right now. Um, and you know, they're... we've just
1: got a couple of them, but, you know, for the, for the, the, the audience that's certainly looking, you got a 99, there's an 88, um, there's a 77, a 64, and then in the, the 550.
0: Um, I'm going to check out this 550 here in your hand yeah, while you're talking.
1: It's, uh, so, the, th- the the thing that, that when you're looking at COAs, you'll notice that there's a 553 or a 554. Yep. So, the the, the odd number is always the angled. So, 53 oh, would 53 be. Oh, 53 would be the angle, And then 54 would be the straight. And so, like the 99S is the straight for the 99, and then... It would be 99a for angled so that's that one but these are all 553 554s and then there's a 663 uh, and a 664 a 773 and a 774 and then an eight, uh, 883 and an 884 so that's the difference in why the the, the difference in numbers hmm. um yeah so the the 99 comes as, as its own kit um, but there are different eyepieces that become available for some of the different units. Okay. And one of the ones that we carry, uh, or will we, when we have them now are the 30 power eyepieces. Um, because a lot of people like to use the the fixed power and mate the, the 664s together. Oh, yep. So that's a whole nother discussion and we can get into that another day. <laughs> but, but yeah, a lot of people like to use those and put the 30 power eyepieces on there. So that's pretty popular um but yeah it's so when we're talking about these you have the the um the 99 that are you know it's they're they're pure fluorite glass okay and um and then when you get into uh like the 883s you're still in fluorite glass and then the 777s will be their XD lenses and the 664s will be their XD lenses and then the 5 that's what made this the five fifty three and the five fifty four you so unique and that's why you have a higher price point on it is is you know seventeen ninety nine for that and most people are like oh, I'm not paying that for a spot or for a compact. Yeah. But there are a ton of people that pay that for that compact and they're getting an incredibly good value with a really great piece of glass at a at a really good um i mean you know weight to to use ratio is what i like to call it but so you're saying the fluorites are their like higher end glass that is their highest end glass glass. okay so and that was really for this i mean koa really was the first one to say oh we're we're going to take our fl glass and put it in the compact
0: Mm -hmm. and by the way so obviously people are listening to this can't tell but i'm holding it right now in my hand for people watching on youtube and this thing's got to weigh less than two pounds. This thing is yeah. tiny.
1: And I and I apologize. I did. I didn't bring all the, the yeah. I mean specs are always hard me, to but, remember too. But but it's, it's um, but yeah, they're they're lightweight. And most people would 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 notice that they're they're not fully rubber armored. Mm-hmm. Um, most people think I'm crazy when I say that. I don't. I will use a sock on that, or I will use like a neoprene case, but. Or you know the you know I'm wearing marsupial today, but like I would rather have a sleeve for it because I don't want anything on my optics when I'm glassing.
0: Yeah, we've always talked about that. that. That's it's just
1: a... me. I'm I, I'm obsessed with that, and yep. I just try to make it clean. And I like being able to take the the padding off, and that's where I put my lens caps in my phone and yep. or whatever I'm. I have like you know it's kind of set up ready to go. Yeah, that's cl- how I do it, but. Um,
0: Let's explain the reasoning behind that, too. I like, mean, the... Why well, you don't like anything on the optic.
1: Oh, I, I, so it's in other words, if, if you, like, this this cap comes off and you can set it down, right? Yep. So there are some caps that come off and they would hang off of this. Mm-hmm. Well, when the wind is beating it around, you, you can feel that you, vibration yeah. in your picture. Well, if you're digiscoping or you're just trying to see for yourself, I, I don't care. You know, I love the macro-micro, you know focus mm-hmm. system but that's all nil and vo- null and void if, if, if you've got yep. objects that are vibrating. So
0: basically yeah, anything you're attaching to a spotter that can catch wind, it will catch yep. wind and then it basically is going to act as a sail. You might not notice it up close but you're starting to glass really far away or any sort of detail. Yeah, the, or you're The doing longer
1: digital. you go the yep. longer you're glassing the worse it, the worse that it has an effect on. Yep. Or you're mounting this it, on there and doing it, some digiscoping. It's and the, exponentially you're just, worse.
0: You can see some little movement on there because that's yep. going to catch that wind and it's going to impact what you're looking at. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's why you and I are both the same. We always take all the caps off, all the sleeves, yep. whatever it may be, and, and take but that off. I, off I think it. that's
1: one thing to note about these is that there's a, a, a very large portion of people looking for spotting scopes that really appreciate the, um, you know, the the the, the big. Uh, uh, adjustment dial for your basic, uh, you know, getting it in focus. And then you reach up to the, yep, to it's like the, the a course and a fine. Exa- it's 100%. And it's just geared differently. And, yep. and it, it it really, really helps.
0: And it's in a really good spot, too. Like I can easily just mm-hmm. reach this with my pointer finger and just adjust it very, very Absolutely. slightly. Yep. It's in a really good spot. I noticed that right away when I picked it up.
1: Yeah. So it's, it, 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 they're just phenomenal little pieces of gear. And they, they've, you know a lot of people again would frown upon that being um you know not armored and mm-hmm. and i you know either use a wool sock or use a marsupial or use something that is of padding mm-hmm. and i think you'll understand exactly you know why but you know um it just is what it is yeah so uh but again just fantastic pieces of gear um super excited to bring them on Um, you know, and and we got a bunch of content coming over that. And, um, but I think people would be really surprised Hmm. on, on how they perform, uh, if they just give them a chance and they're, you know, they're, again, they're, they're more expensive than, you know, your, your mid grade pieces, but they give people those options, you know, that, you know, they can get into that, you know, 1500 and they can go up if they want to do. And, um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a pretty interesting, pretty interesting company, and and uh, and I'm just happy that Go Hunts, gonna be part of the you know you know helping kind of bring them along. Yeah, that's why I've, I've actually physically been selling them since 2010. Uh-huh. You know, and and obviously my time here, we you know we there's kind of been this really cool resurgence of of glass and and certain things, and so. This is one of those reasons.
0: I like that's, that's what I like about you when you you really are passionate about optics. Obviously, that's why we I call you lo- the, the, the it, glass guru. It's so
1: hard to explain to people how how much you love doing it. Mm-hmm. I I just would rather be out glass and finding stuff than not. We're, I'm going to go back out and help you know this weekend with that early rifle tag and I mean. I've been out, you know, a couple times this year. I get out, and now I, all I can think about is, is, you know, checking my gear, cleaning my land, you know, make sure everything's good. And I just want to be out there looking for game. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to do that this weekend.
0: What, what else you got planned this fall, Cody?
1: You know, I didn't draw any tags. My, my kids, my wife, nobody drew tags. So I mean, there's a couple things going on in late Dece- you know in December tags that a mm-hmm. couple people a couple of people have that'll i help with, and then um, this early rifle tag that has been going on. I was gonna go out last weekend with Campos, but mm-hmm. Campos you know he's such a dog and killed early. I
0: know what a guy. Yeah. This goes in he there. He was so got excited
1: that yeah. he called that. Bo- I mean, he was elated mm-hmm. about that whole experience.
0: Yep. Did he call you on the drive home?
1: called me on the drive home he i think i got like i think the breath was still coming out of the bowl when he, he texted <laughs> he already me texted you. oh he was he was beyond Yeah, he was beyond excited mm-hmm. so and, the, and, and that's what it's all about so you know it, it, i i i really wanted to be there for him but i was at a wedding in in california so
0: yeah. so when it comes to spotting scopes before we close out here what uh Obviously, people can call you, right? Yeah. And if if they do, you would you rather have them be do a little bit of research ahead of time, or say I could call you up? Say I'm from I don't know somewhere in the East Coast. Be like, hey, Cody, I'm looking at a spawning scope. I don't know nothing about it. You'll just, you'll break down pretty much whatever they want to know if they just call you. They don't have to say like, oh, I'm already looking at this brand or this size. And you'll kind of just walk them through what you ask them probably certain questions like what's their use case. I think they what, should do whatever whatever's comfortable for them. If they feel
1: like they want to take a look around, please take a look around. Know some products that you're familiar with or that interest you. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, the thing I would say is if you're going to call, just really kind of understand how it is you want to hunt, mm-hmm. and maybe understand how it is you're going to hunt where you're going to go visit or. Yeah. Um, i think that's really the the i mean that's really what people n- need to do is is pay attention to what what they're about to embark upon what what are they getting into Yeah.
0: You know, um, especially like do they need a spotting scope at this time in their career like would you say everyone needs a spotting scope or is it something you could
1: just add later or is it going to help you i mean maybe look your first time? as the guy who's been do- you know like yes i think everybody needs a spotting know, yeah. scope but um but I would rather have a guy, and, and if he calls me and he, and let's just say he's got like a pair of 8x32, or mm-hmm. let's say they're compacts or something, and he's going to come out west. At the very least, like, hey, let's help you get those on a tripod so that you can, you know, create a better distance and Mm-hmm. feel you know you, you've you got something to work with that'll help you extend the the, the with, so th- this isn't just always about making money right mm-hmm. it's about helping somebody get outdoors
0: yep you're helping to make so their life better my Pursue thing greater is, is adventures. That if a
1: guy says he has this and he, he can't afford anything else and he just wants to do better with that then let's help him do that mm-hmm. but if a guy says that he you know, he's willing to spend or do like, you know, I got a couple texts this morning that were like, Hey, you know, I got got like a thousand bucks. Like, you know, where, where's the best, do I get like a, you know, do I get a, 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 a lesser bino and a lesser spotter and have two or, you know, I would say I would buy the best binocular you can buy a good tripod and a way to mount them. And you're good. I would yeah. rather do that mm-hmm. than, than split the difference. I think you're way more valuable with, with the binos. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm just one guy with an opinion on how those things should go. And um, I just think that people would be a lot. I think their money would be better spent if they, they bought a really good binocular, learned to put that on a tripod and and really learned to to glass. Mm -hmm. I think they, I think they figure out real quick that it was a really, really, you know, good use of their money.
0: Yeah. What's what's your opinion on carrying spotting scopes in a backpack? Do you always want to have some sort of sleeve like a marsupial, or do you feel comfortable like taking the um, spotter on the table right now, maybe putting it in your backpack, putting some clothes around it? Or do you feel like since you are spending some money should try to protect this or even those guys who put the tripod on the outside of their backpack and have that spotter always attached right there and they're hiking around what do you you, do you frown on any of that stuff personally
1: uh, that's never going to happen with me
0: you always try to put it in your backpack
1: it will always be in my backpack even if you're
0: maybe say you're moving only 500 yards you would probably take that spotter off that tripod and put it. typically yeah
1: yeah i mean i mean if it's that short a walk i might even just have it in my own hand but Mm -hmm. the the i just the accidents and the things that, when you've stood on the counter and helped people for so many years, yeah, I would just just take it off, put it in your pack for five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're not going to miss anything. You know. Now there are guys that you know they might sling it over the shoulder and set it up, boom. You know, stand and look. But you know, and and and, and I'm sure that works too. But. I have also helped those guys replace optics too.
0: It's always scared me because I, I was the guy back in the day too who would I would move glassing spots or whatever or just carry that tripod, throw that spotter, rest it on my shoulder as I'm as I'm hiking or whatever. But it just yeah. makes me nervous in my head and that if when I throw that on my shoulder did I accidentally loose loosen that plate or the, the the head that's holding the plate and all of a sudden that spotter's gonna fall off and smash the, the ground. The
1: interesting thing is is that so I've had people tell me, oh, well, I, I put it on my backpack mm-hmm. and I, my, the, spot, the, the tripod is, is compacted. Yep. The spotter is visible and on the outside. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just going to be honest with you. If, if you're going on a 20-mile backpack hike or whatever it is you're doing, yep. I, I don't care what – and you're relying on that piece of gear – I am not, I, I, because what if you fall? What if you, exactly. like, Smash I would just bench. rather take those things and put them somewhere where they're a little bit more patterned and just not so exposed. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, maybe you want to carry in that way when you've made camp and lightened up and you want to smart quick. you I, I understand. I get yeah. it everybody's, and and this is why. They can kind of do what they want to do. They can kind of do what they want to do. I'm just saying, I've replaced a lot of stuff that way for guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the guy who now has to put in my backpack. I
1: know one guy that's literally replaced three, I'm sorry, two sets of binos because he did the same thing twice. (laughs) And those binos have never been found. No. So I don't care whether it's spotting scope, binos, whatever, you know, i mean i the the I have been driving through a unit and you, you blow by somebody on a you know on a a quad or something and to see a you know a two thousand dollar pair of fifteens like on the on the on the tripod yeah and then just it's bouncing, bouncing oh, just yeah. and you're just I, like and they're just. Eating dust. Yeah,
0: I've seen guys do that with spotting scopes, how they leave them attached to their backpack, put the backpack on the front of their quad, and they're, it's strapped in, but they're just driving. That's just oh, bouncing, yeah, and then just, eventually moves over, starts
1: hitting that rail, starts oh, banging yeah. on the ATV rail. None of it's good. Yeah. So I would just say that, I mean, look, whether it's a neoprene sleeve, rather it's a, uh, a like like a, a, I always you know bring up a winter sock because yeah. of their... I mean, I like that idea because they're first of all, you can always pair it with another one. Yep. If you ever had to have an extra pair of socks or make a pair of mittens, or yep. I don't care what whatever you got to do out of it, you can do it. You know, you, you always talk about the, the, like the gym jockey mittens, or yeah, whatever. Yep, the, old, like the, the OGS. You, you, you could you could always make a pair of mittens that way. Yeah. And so what, right? what Cody's
0: talking about is basically taking a wool sock and then cutting the 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 toe side of it.
1: Well, well, that's if you were doing mitten sides, but I'm yeah. saying. Like on this little spotter right here. Oh, you I, don't even need to. I yeah. would take a like a thick Thorlo yeah. or a, uh, 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 I don't care name the brand made, mm-hmm. but I or the make and and I would just literally so just slide sl- it just over. And then we need a glass. You pull it off. Yeah, you yeah, can do that you've too. You've always got one. And if and by the way, those socks are typically synthetic. Yeah, they're waterphobic. They're padded and they're warm if you need an extra pair of socks or hands or what yeah. you know i mean who knows what what happens but um yeah you know, i i think, it was I think trail uses that yep trail does it's it trail i think trail i think trail actually has
0: his cut i think it's cut at the end that's what i well, meant, mentioned The i think part. trail
1: had his cut so that the the foot goes through there oh yeah that's, what, I, that's I think what he is. does yeah i think that's the foot part yeah. About, and yeah and he may have the, the the other end opened up yeah there's plenty of ways to, dif- to yeah. do it whatever you need there's, to use it for. there's always a different way to do it and so i just So there's neoprene sleeves out there. Some of the manufacturers, they come with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just the person that likes to take them out of whatever they're in to make them as least air gripping or aerodynamic as possible so that it reduces the amount of... Of, uh, of, of vibration because mm-hmm. that's really really what it comes down to for me and anybody that glasses at, re- at the ridiculous distances we do sometimes knows that the quieter you can keep your optics the better it is for you mm-hmm. and, and it could it could mean the difference of seeing or not seeing yep. so I think there's a lot um, you know that goes into that and, and again <laughs> um, I'm a big marsupial you know, proponent. I like the way that Jim puts those together. Yeah, me too. Um, I love the 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 webbing on the outside. I There's love the hand, handle. The, the handle for me, because normally when I pull everything out of my truck and go put it back in there, like I just like to be able to grab my gear bag and, and I know that I've got that 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 uh, that case in my hand and it's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Um, they're super secure in those. And again, the the biggest reason was is because when I when I take my my spotting scope or binos out of whatever case they're in that case gets sat right next to me with, it could have my phone. It could have my radio. It could have whatever, you know, what I want set out that I want at my disposal immediately, like right there. And I've always used it. I've used, I have forgotten a glassing pad.
0: Oh, that's the worst.
1: And so at least I had, you know, Jim's case, you know, for my behind to sit on. Yeah. So sorry, Jim, but, it, it doubled up real nice that day yep. so and that's just you know the the thing is is just you're always kind of thinking and using things in in in, in multiple ways right
0: yeah do Do you have any uh might know the answer to this but just for people listening travel tips for going with a spotter like if i'm gonna go flying in an airplane do you ever Ooh, t- do you yeah. ever take do you ever take the eyepiece off and put the both caps on you know or do you keep it in, like, a marsupial case the whole time? Do you want to fly that in your backpack on you? Like, what's the best way maybe to travel? Or do you just travel, like, people watching? Like, this would stay together, and you wouldn't take the eyepiece off?
1: Well, first of all, I've heard, seen, or done it always. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's a large group of people that would like, like to have a big old pelican case cut with the sleeve. Yeah. But I look at those as... I mean, typically speaking, they're pretty inefficient at doing yeah. it. Um, like the coas, you almost have to have in a big case like mm-hmm. that. But, but when you're when you're talking about spotters like this, okay, the Sarovsky modular system, I have no problems breaking those apart, put the caps on them, and putting them in places where they fit. And I know they're secure and, yeah. and they're going to be. I just try to make them the middle. Mm-hmm. So whatever's on the outside, I just I try to make them the middle, of, so that they're not taking the brunt of, of nope. stuff so that that's what i try to do with them um i would tell you that most of the time in my pack um i, I would pretty much tell you that they're always secured in in a marsupial case and then i try to i, I just try to put them in a the spot that they're not on the outside
0: yeah that, that's what i've made a mistake before doing some of these like filmed hunts when we have camera guy we have myself neville trail whoever it may be we have so much gear in our truck Eventually, you know, pack all my gear in my truck, and I try to take my optics and put them somewhere <laughs> where I know where they're at. It usually, ends up being on top of something, Right. and then it's gonna be on top next to a door.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And so it's like one of those things you never want to have it on top next to a door because everything's gonna be moving around, driving on a gravel road. You open that door, what's the first thing that's gonna fall out? Your spotting scope. I've had that yeah. happen before where I've caught a spotting scope as a, like it wasn't a padded case, but it still just like messes up with my mind. I don't want that thing to fall and hit. Even though I only hit a, a foot on the, on the lower part of the door or whatever, but know where you're putting your spot. That's why now a lot of times when well, I'm driving, I take my spotter and I put it in the front seat of my, my truck, in between you know right right next to my gas pedal, basically that little area right in between the, right. the driver and the passenger. Rest it right there, so I know it can't go anywhere. Can, it's not going to fall off. It can't roll around. Not going to fall on anything.
1: I, so it's just I, 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 I try
0: I try to baby my spotting scope as much as I can because I know the, it's the such an expensive of times piece of gear
1: that I've had to repair. An optic because it somehow got close to the door, and when they opened it, it It came flying out. out. Yeah. So yeah, that happens a lot. But I I would would just tell people to be methodical about it and be just think about it. Mm -hmm. And and I always again just make the optic the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I I mean, I,
1: I it's the only way that I can tell you. I mean, if if you if if you take one of your bags. And, and you know that that bag is it is the bottom and you run your 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 eyepiece all the way down to the bottom and that's kind of the corner of your teal
0: yeah
1: I'm just telling you somehow some way that's going to get affected one day yep so there's been a lot of, of optics replaced over the years or or had you know full blown new lenses put in because of that
0: Ugh. I would hate to have that happen on a hunt oh my gosh
1: well you know I just always laugh about you know, they pack their pack, and, you know, that's the guy. I, I don't know if you've ever been around this, but you ever see a guy just unload his pack and just drop it?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so heavy, you're just going to, like, let it drop, and, like, that's probably where your spotter's sitting on the yeah, inside of your that's, backpack. that's just
1: not not happening.
0: I, I always hate – I always cringe, too, when I see people sitting on their backpack when I know they probably have some expensive toys yeah. inside their – in their backpack, and they use it as a seat. It's like, do you realize there's some gear in there? It might be a stove – might be anything that
1: you're just bending right now. Might. Well, yeah, there's there's always those things you're like, well, like, what if that guy really, I don't know. There's just certain things I've seen over the years when you see it happen and you go, there's only one way for that to happen like that. Yeah. It's, yep. it's called pressure. Yep. And it's either velocity and pressure or just sustains pressure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I, I again, I would just tell people, um, put them in the middle. Uh, cover them up best you can. Use the eye cups that are provided. Uh, you know those are generally speaking. You know, just golden rule kind yeah. of take care of it. Yeah. You know, a little bit of uh, prevention is is uh, goes a long way.
0: Mm-hmm. I always think too. Like some people, I think overlook it, but maybe it's just me because I have idea with camera lenses a lot too. But like even on like the right. modular systems when you're changing lenses back and forth, or changing objective on the other side. Like even the way you open up said spotter to put an eyepiece on or right. change an objective like that all matters too like don't be pointing that sucker in the wind don't be aiming that thing up in the air so it can collect a bunch of dust like be mindful when you're opening up any sort of optic like put an extra jacket or open up upside down so you know anything will fall out the dust wise and it's not going to attract dust in the middle and yeah it, just be careful when you pull up these spotting scopes and take them apart
1: so like on the modular series or any of these when they have the little caps for the interior lens yeah like, I think those are the most important caps ever.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like, Don't I, lose I, those caps. I try to have extras when I can. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, you know, if you have to break yours apart to carry your travel or whatever, um, God, call somebody and ask if you can get extras. Yeah. Because I just, you know, if those are gone, you, you it's hard to protect those places. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. But yeah, um, spotting scopes, Brady. I mean, they're a really important piece of gear, but they're they're. I look at them as a tool that needs to be used for certain things, certain, at certain sure times. times. Yeah. And there's, you know, the straight versus angled argument. Everybody's got a way to do it.
0: No, the angle's the only right way. Well,
1: I'm a I'm a target acquisition quick guy, and I Gosh. want it, I want it right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But. I, I, and I'm not here to tell you, I say it all the time. If you are on the desert floor, looking up at the top of the mountain an angle is more comfortable to look through. But if you want to acquire that target most quickly without having to move your tripod around, I feel that, that I use straights more often, Mm -hmm. but you know, you may be a guy that, that. You know, sits on the top of the mountain and wants to turn the, you know, for people that don't know what I'm saying is, is that normally you'd be like this, but, you know, you can turn this and yeah, this one's harder, which, by the way, we have the Asiac piece that's new that's going to be on here that allows you to turn this. I don't know if you knew that or not.
0: Oh, Cody.
1: Yeah, you know, buddy. Like a little nugget right it's there. Huh?
0: Knowledge bombs on. Yeah. There, so so
1: Asiac, um, uh, uh, Rydell made a piece for this that allows you to turn this. mm so, and it just basically, it doesn't replace this, yep. but it sits on the side and allows you to turn this into itself. But, but yeah, so if you were sitting there and you were trying to look downhill or instead of when you get to a point, the angle becomes too great. And yep. so you could literally just do like this and look into it. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's different ways. So like on the downhill, I think the straights typically work better. Um, uh, some guys would say that sitting in a truck they they like a, a straight, depending on you know where I don't know some guys are so methodical about it they do that, but you know um, you know some guys like the the angles when they're sitting in a you know in a truck, so again, use whatever works for you mm-hmm. but but think about it and yep. and you know uh, for me, general deer, you know, elk out spotting, sitting on the ground, low. I just prefer the straight so that I can remove my binos and put my spotting scope on and be looking right where I need to be looking.
0: That is the biggest benefit. To me, it's like I can – because I'm such a tall guy. So if I ever need to stand up and glass, my tripod can be a little bit shorter, just by a little bit. Uh, Even I'm sitting down glassing, uh, it can be a little bit shorter so I get a little less wind dealing with. And I will always turn the bell back and
1: forth. How tall are you? 6'5" okay, I'm five, six. So, you know, any tripod, basically I can stand up and look through pretty easily the straight. So it's
0: one of those, it's one of those arguments. I don't think you'll never have a clear answer with people. It's it's like the Chevy versus Ford thing. It's like, there's so many different preferences and how you use the tool and how, what you're hunting all the time. And if you're just, like you said, target acquisition, if that's the biggest thing for you, straight's going to be great because you can yeah, like, pop just, those binos off with that straight spot. Or I, I
1: just know that like for coos deer hunting for me, and that seems to be when it's most prevalent, mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you find a buck and you think to yourself, man, that, that looked pretty good, but I need to know like right now, because he's going into some thicker stuff, mm-hmm. I can jump on that and, and find that target again really, really quick with, yep. with, uh, uh, with way less effort. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think back in the day too, it's not too much of an issue now since most people all digiscope with their cell phones. But I think back in the day too, it was a little bit better to digiscope off an angle because it puts that weight a little more centered instead of like hanging down on a thing. Uh, We we had those big, you know, cameras back in the day and those big mounts we used to use digiscoping. Remember those? Like all these different wheels on it and and things you could adjust. When I was
1: digiscoping that bowl this weekend, okay, I just happened to be like in an odd... Spot where and I try not to stand up, but the way that it all came together, I found him from one ridge and I moved and literally I got in the truck. I mean, I found him at such a far distance. I got in the truck and was able to get and break the distance down really, really close. Mm -hmm. And you know that four or five hundred yard mark, which first of all is so lucky. It's not even funny, but it it just happens that way. And I knowing the terrain, and I just looked at the map and went, oh, I can go right there. So I raced down there, got to where I was going. And I just happened to like, and I had him in the BTX and I found, I I thought no way would I find the bull that quick. Mm -hmm. And I found him in three seconds. He was, that they hadn't moved. And I was with the BTX. Well, now I'm stuck because I'm thinking in my mind that man, the sun is up, it's getting hot. I can see the, the cows out there roasting in the sun and in any minute this bull's gonna you know you know hair up and it's gonna be gone. Yep. Right? So I did I, I I I hadn't digiscoped with this particular setup with the with the one fifteen while. So I broke the, the fifteen off, threw my STX on popped it right in there and we were good to go. Mm -hmm. And literally I was like, I didn't have to move anything. I was just like, oh, but you know, I just, I had to work on the angle a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was perfect. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. So I I, was, I stuck in a little bit of a precarious position because I had the BTX and I was looking down, but I, I, I didn't move the tripod up
0: Hmm.
1: because the beat, I mean, if you think about it, the btx was angled and yeah, i kept, yeah, yeah. I kept it straight now. so when i broke that off and i put the straight on yep, still right i still there. didn't have to move it yep. so case, i was it like really okay well. so that worked out pretty like luckily yep. so but yeah i ended up getting quite a bit of footage off that and just i got i don't know why i just got lucky that day
0: okay let's let's talk about one thing i don't think people realize too about spawning scopes is the uh the lens shade oh yeah that's the lens you know, know. When, when would you use that and when would you not use that and what's the, what's the purpose when you
1: anything you can do to keep the sun um out of the out of the the um if you've got angles where the sun's coming in yep this just takes it and does it put direct sunlight on mm-hmm. the on the lens yep. and so, so, people, so people are listening just, you can you're do just that. pulling out
0: the the lens shade that's at the all end. we're doing yep and almost so, all spotting scopes have yep. nowadays a lens shade
1: yeah, no, it 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 works out perfectly. Um, I I typically look into the sun, you know, fairly often. It, well, I mean, I guess in the early morning sometimes, but I normally have the sun at my back in the mornings. But it is not uncommon for me to look in in you know into the sun, you know, in the afternoons. Yep. Um. There's been a lot of you know good animals found that way, and you know just the shade and everything that works out that way. But, um, yeah, I mean. It, I've had to pull those out, on uh, you know often, mm-hmm. and, and they're lifesavers, yep. you know. And you know sometimes that hey, go out and stand out with in front the hat. Of you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I've had to do that with my dad
0: sometimes before I walk in front. Yeah. I'm just like sticking the hat out there.
1: But, but anytime you could, you know, if you don't want to use these, but anytime you could you know, find a, a tree that you can get far enough back on that you got shade that you can still get the angle if you want to see what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go to great lengths to to shade that eyepiece from getting direct sunlight.
0: Being in Arizona, have you ever used uh umbrellas and all that stuff? I I see those guys using over um there. like different things to like put shade above. you To be you perfectly when you're glassing.
1: honest with you, I have used an umbrella that was handheld. Uh-huh. Um those can be pretty advantageous and look I will tell you that I know there's certain guys that do that. And I'm not bagging on it because there's products out there and there's good people putting good stuff out mm-hmm. there. It's not for me.
0: Just more to deal well,
1: with. Well, first of all, I don't care what you put on your, your tripod. If you're putting an umbrella, which may save you from the sun,
0: mm-hmm. Again, I don't.
1: if there's even the remote little tiny bit of... Of, of breeze it's, well, it's going to that. affect your, your optics not going down that road
0: and, and for me it always goes against to my, my thought of I want to be hidden when I'm glassing and don't want to have any sort of sail an animal can see something it, it, moving or that's going to be above on my you know skyline me basically and they could see something I just think of the things
1: the, the, the nightmare of well I just got up to go to the bathroom and it and literally mary poppined my you know oh, you yeah. know my btx into the next county because a wind came out of nowhere yeah. no way not mm-hmm. gonna happen not doing it i'm that's i'm not rolling that way and i and i'm i'm sorry but that's the you brought up a subject with me yep. i i have i have been sunburned to the nth degree and and maybe that's stupid maybe that's not bright but i will put a I will put something on the side of my head. I I, I normally have handkerchiefs with me. Mm-hmm. I normally um, even, you know, today's hoodies. There's a lot of different ways to do that now that I just, I do not intend ever on using a, a, an umbrella for mm-hmm.
0: that. Another thing you mentioned too, which is another thing that, it makes me cringe and I see people do this and I have walked over and grabbed other people's spotters before and remove them off tripods when they have a spotter on a tripod and they leave to go to the bathroom, oh, go to their backpack, I don't want to leave my spotter attached. I don't care how solid, how heavy your tripod is. That's something I do not want to fall and land on the objective land If you walk anywhere.
1: away from your... I don't I, care what's behind I, I either. have distinctly seen this on three or four different occasions where a guy walked away, whether he was standing... Or even sitting, mm-hmm. where I have literally seen a tripod be picked up and, and pretty much slammed.
0: Yeah. it's a good way to uh, need a the, warranty I just, repair.
1: I think you're you're just asking for it.
0: Yeah. Oh, if I you're gonna
1: walk weird. away, just pick the whole thing up, just lay, it, lay down. it down. You know, or or at the very least, widen your legs out as far as they can be. You know, laid out. Mm-hmm and mash the the center of gravity down to as small as you can do yeah but yeah so i mean yeah there's there's uh, our,
0: our optics are too expensive to, to i'm just not anything. gonna risk that it's not worth it not worth it at all
1: i mean you know i'm out testing gear all the time and i don't want i mean I, i'm responsible for that stuff it's mm-hmm. not free
0: Yep. I, I so can't, i can't remember if we touched us on this in the last podcast I had you on, cause that was a while ago now, even though we just released it. But, uh, what about the old, uh, pirate patch over think, the eye? Well, what are your thoughts on I, that? I,
1: I think that if you need it, I think you need to do it. I think whatever helps you relax. Mm-hmm. If you have to wear a, a, a patch do it. it i mean it costs like what a buck 50 at walgreens or cvs or whatever yeah do it absolutely
0: because that way then you're not going to be squinting the whole time you're not going to yep. get that eye fatigue so if you are the person who wants to glass longer with the spotting scope having an eye patch like we're talking about the old pirate patch type thing yeah could benefit you obviously we've all done the whole hat leaning it over and yeah, different things I, I, I've, I've, even, I've even had my fi- hand up against there you know blocking the eye so i can keep it my eye open right. so i can glass a little bit longer
1: i i normally do like, I will take the hat and turn it, you know, and, and block the sun out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I've been doing it so long now that I, I, my muscle is pretty much used to it, doing, mm-hmm. you know, squinting or whatever. But, you know, I I, I can close. M- like, if you watch <laughs> my wife, I love her to death. She can kill me for saying this. But she, she literally has a hard time c- closing her eye without, like, squeezing her cheek and oh, you know, yeah. all the muscles together. Right. Mm-hmm. And so and I don't know. I mean, I, I laugh at this and call me romantic or whatever, but I love the fact cause when she blinks at me, I get both blinks. I get, oh. I get both eyes. Oh. So I love that. But there are people that have trouble with that muscle in their face. Yeah. And I think that the patch is a perfect reason to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why not do it?
0: Who cares how you look when you're out hunting? Uh, well, as long I mean, as it makes you more but, successful.
1: Well, but that's the thing is, is like, um, the, and th- this will be interesting to people. I know that people are going to laugh, and I can't remember what the name of that. My kids, one of the eye patches that I use for them, because they're all left eye dominant, and but I'm sorry, they're left eye dominant, but the guns are all right-handed. Oh yeah, yeah. So my, it, it's all backwards because yep. i'm left-handed but right eye dominant they're left they're they're, they're right-handed and left eye dominant so i have them wear a patch when they're shooting you know right-handed guns and mm-hmm. it works out really well but i found this patch that was part of a costume oh my gosh <laughs> and it, you know how the patches from cvs or whatever they're kind of hard yeah this is a soft patch so it doesn't it's not it, it's oh. not like it's pressing on you it just lays it and i'm gonna be honest with you that that's the best patch i've ever i wish i knew where that came from
0: well it's halloween's coming up well, so if you i you're mean, out to, looking for costumes yeah. right <laughs> now try to find some but pirate you, patches you'll notice what they
1: are because they're almost quilted huh. and i know somebody's going oh i can make that yeah but yeah there's no, a business it, idea it right was there. just a super easy easy little package um or the piece that that my kids, when I would put the one eyepiece, they'd be like, God, Dad, that kind of bothers me. I'm like, oh, we'll try this one. Yeah. And as, as stupid as it sounds, I'm just telling you, it worked. Okay. I'm going to go out and over-engineer a
0: patch and create one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, patches, you know, I, I would use them 100% if that if that's what helps you.
0: One of other thing, too, I was curious just about. Just give
1: your eyes time to, when you take them off and you go to look through the binos, just give your eyes a second. Let them, let them focus. Close oh. your eyes. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you'll probably then, like be... Yeah, just open. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just take take a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, rest them r- real quick.
0: Do you, do you ever, when you're glassing for a long... Like, obviously, you said you only use it like 15% of the time, but do you ever switch eyes with the spotting scope? Like, go from your right oh, eye to your left um, eye?
1: I have done that. Uh, I will tell you that that was a long time ago. Um, I would tell you that, that that was when spotting scopes were not what they are today Uh, yeah
0: the whole Um, like yeah glassing to your head hurts and then you switch eyes yes and i
1: will tell you that the lower the power the better um i there have been a few times that i got really good um and 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 you talk about muscle memory um people used to give me a hard time about the straight you know the the straight versus the angled Mm -hmm. so to be that person i used an angle for an entire season Mm -hmm. Just to say, okay, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I know, I, I know what's good and what works for me. Um, because I was doing that so much, <clears throat> I was actually I, that year. I just remember being able to switch left and right and thought it was, you know, but my, I'm right eye dominant, and flat out, I see better with my right eye open. Yeah. Period. So it, it, it's merely interesting if I do it with my mm-hmm. left.
0: And I, I've tried it before too. And that's goes like we've touched on this in the last podcast too with you, like just that mental focus when you're out there glassing, just like when I look through my left eye, I'm just doing myself a disservice. I'm not glassing as hard. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I can't pick up the details I can with my right eye. So I think I'm just, I'm moving around too much. Right. Like I'm just wasting my time. If my eyes are fatigued and I'm trying to use my spotter so much, I might as well just lean back for a couple seconds and just rest rather yeah. than trying to force a left because I'm going to scan over something, and not see it where if I was fully focused in my right eye, I would probably pick up that little ear movement or Whenever antler time, when I'm trying to glass, so I, I, yeah, I don't think I're, it, it, I'm right eye dominant, so I use
1: my right eye all the time as like my main eye. So I don't know. You, again, it it all comes back to you got to do what works for you. Mm-hmm. There really isn't a right and wrong. There's there's maybe efficient versus inefficient, mm-hmm. and I think that that's really when you talk about a lot of the stuff that we're doing. These are things that have just been tried and trued and learned over years. And, and I learn stuff new all the time. A guy will bring something up or do something, and you just go, wow, that was, that was a pretty good idea. Yeah. Never thought of it that way, but that was a pretty good idea. And, and these, you know, the, the, again, these things, are, you're just trying to help people be more efficient. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, I, there's nothing that comes down to better to telling a guy, hey, look, I could talk to you f- for four more hours about the do's, don'ts, and, and whatnots. hmm the bottom line is, is you need to go out and do it. <clears throat> you need to do it for, you know, a day, a couple of days, a weekend, and then come back and let's have this conversation. And, yeah. and nine times out of 10, those conversations are very different. And they're, they're appreciative. And they're also like, Hey, I get why you said that. Like now I understand. And it's hard sometimes to, to make somebody understand something without them actually having, you know, glassed Yeah, and and glassed from a tripod. And once you've done that and, and, you know, everybody knows that there's just things that happen that, that over time you're going to get better at it and you're going to figure out ways to keep your optics stable. Man, Cody, what a wealth of knowledge you are. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a simple thing like glassing. That's why I love talking to you. It makes me excited. I mean, how fun is it that we, I, I I mean, I, 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 people ask me all the time and and I am so blessed to be doing and working for the company I work for to be supported like that way to where I get to go. And my job is to literally explain to people how to be successful at finding game.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and again, I mean, I, I absolutely love what I do. You know, my kids, they, they see the passion in me. And I, I think, you know, I've, I've done some different stuff for the last years. And, and I, it's just my favorite thing to, to explain to somebody that, that I'm trying to help you. Do you, like, do, and, 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 do you ever and, go
0: into the and, at night when you are sleeping? Do you ever dream that you are glassing? Have glassing I, dreams? You know
1: that's funny that you say that. I've never dreamed about glassing. Oh, I think I think you probably have. You just don't remember it. I've dreamed about shooting.
0: Yeah,
1: but I've never dreamed. I don't know that I've dreamed about glassing. Hmm. But I dream enough about glassing every, every day <laughs> through the whole day. Yes. No, but like I, my kid, I, I don't know. My I, they probably get tired of hearing me say, you know, I don't know. There is my daughter. She her where my office is her room is right outside she can mimic me doing insane funny things you know just certain sayings and and it's pretty funny but but there's i'm just i'm a better person when i've gone out in glass for a day or a weekend and and i've connected and you know you've had those times to you know excuse me you've had those times to to like I call it glass time, like driving, but it's glass time. Like when you're just quiet, you're Mm -hmm. just listening and watching nature and, you know, do its thing. And I had bulls bugling behind me this weekend and, you know, bulls in front of me. And I'm looking at this giant bull over here. And I mean, in it, I was not thinking about work. I was not thinking about you know, yep. I wasn't thinking zone. about, oh, I got to pay that bill. And, oh, we got to, you know, we're doing this yard work. And I, 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 I just kind of zoned out for a day. And in and, and those days, how do you not like that? Yep. My phone wasn't going off.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what's it, really it, always intrigued me, too, about the whole Western hunting. And, you know, because everyone knows I grew up in Minnesota.
1: Not a lot of long distance. By the classmates. way, that was the the videos and the stuff and and the, your dad shooting and oh yeah and so, like, I, I mean all of that was just I was like nah, I'm kinda g I'm I'm kind of get I'm kind of I mean because you know I'm I'm well I'm not I'm not from Minnesota but my my mom's whole family is from Minnesota my dad's whole family is from Minnesota and I could just go back and and I mean. Those summers back there were my favorite.
0: Oh, I was blown away how green it is all the time. Yeah. Like, when we were back, that's what was really enjoyable. Like, my dad and I, like you said, we did a bunch of shooting this last weekend. My brother got married. Bussetto's gone. We're, you know, diving into things, talking about how excited we are for the fall. But it's like, that's like we said, like, glassing to me is really why I came out west in a way because, like, it's so open. It's rewarding to sit there all day and just glass. Oh. Like you're just saying, it's so peaceful. It, it, you you will you realize certain things about yourself when you're sitting there. You can have your thoughts to yourself. You're you're focused on the task at hand. and It's just relaxing. To be up on top of a mountain in glass. Like yeah, there's a thousand different ways to kill an animal or find an animal. Still hunting, whatever, tracking animals. But there's something to be said about glassing.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it it's um. It, it, there's something so peaceful about it, and, and again, I, it, I I don't like to I you don't know I mean I get all. It, it's just hard to explain to somebody who's never done it, mm-hmm. and and you can go spend a morning and and you know there's a lot of people camping this weekend and and, I mean the, there was the, there was a place that I I I went and. What I thought was really ironic was that there was probably twenty. There's probably 20 people in this camp. Mm-hmm. And there was a group of bulls that was just going absolutely bonkers w- between us. Yep. And I'm thinking, and I could kind of see this camp, and there wasn't one person that I could see that like got up out of that camp. It was like, wow. And I'm thinking to myself, man, how lucky am I? I got to watch that group come up out of a bottom, move up through a saddle and and, and across a road into a new little deal and go literally right by a camp spot. And Mm -hmm. I was like, man, there's, there there wasn't anybody that even came out inside that just looked around and said, anybody see that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it it was, it was like a full blown beehive going around them. and, Mm And I thought to myself, man, I got to see that this morning. And, and, you know, I'm looking at another group of bulls over here and I got satellite bulls over here and, and you know, and then you got the one guy you can hear from down the road that just blows up the generator.
0: Yeah,
1: and like, well, I guess he's not going to hear any of that. So mm-hmm. it's just always interesting to to see how people do different things in the outdoors. And and again, I I don't like to tell people how to spend their their time and and but you know, and and I'm all for music and all that stuff. But like, I don't glass with AirPods or anything. You I, yeah, I know, we were talking about that like, the last like, podcast. Yeah, like, we, trying to be focused. I, I just try to be. I, I am I'm I just love to be in the moment and mm-hmm. listen. And uh quite frankly, and I mean the last time I did that I had in the exact same spot by the way, the last time I was there, I had a bull literally almost walk over the top of me.
0: <laughs>
1: so that, that doesn't happen very often. And um so yeah, so so those are those are those moments, those are those times that we get to, to get to have fun.
0: Yep. Yeah. One thing I noticed, too, like we said, how enjoyable glassing is. I noticed this weekend, um, both at my brother's house and my parents' house, my mom and dad's house, um, like having old optics, like I would walk around my dad's house. He has a you know window that overlooks the lake. Right. He has a pair of binos sitting right next to the window. And then I go into his, uh, his like hunting room where we have all his mounts and stuff. There's another older pair of his binos sitting at a different window. So no matter where my dad is in this house, he can look at something. He would look at something outside. And he's like, oh, did you see that loon this morning? And I was like... Yeah, I actually did. I picked up the binos that were downstairs and I looked <laughs> outside. He was looking at the binos upstairs. That's awesome. And I go to my brother's house. My brother has an old pair of binos sitting at the backyard as well. Just whatever it might be, bird watching. You have a raccoon yeah. come in the backyard. You start picking up those binos and start using them. It's like they're not just for hunting. So You're enjoying nature as nature's meant to be enjoyed, as I everyone else I always say.
1: I have over the last, I don't know, I, mean, I, can't, I can't tell you how many times I've done this. but So we get a lot of people that call and that they have decks or they have, you know, maybe they don't have a deck, but they got one window that looks at the ocean and mm-hmm. like at my brother's house, he has a specific spot where when you, when you were on his, um, his, uh, his walkout deck, he's probably 90 feet from the, from the ocean or, mm-hmm. you know, from the beach. And so he can see all the ships yep. that are coming into port you know, in, in, in LA. So, you know, that Los Angeles, you know, whatever yeah. that is, Long Beach or whatever it is, but you can see the big tankers out there. Well, over the years, we've gotten the opportunity to set. I mean, I, w- I was at that California wedding last weekend and there was a, a guy there that was from Idaho. Right. And he's, he, he, he has a lake house. He must've hugged me five times. And I haven't seen the guy in years. Yeah. And he's like, Hey man, he's like, I look through those binos and I think about you all the time. This is the coolest experience. I can see my kids when they're out on the boat. I mm-hmm. can see the, the, you know, he's talking about all the Burt And I'm like, he he has no idea of the satisfaction I get from that. Yeah, Even right though there, you family just... friend, you know, known him for years. But he's, that's the exact reason. Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 he spends a crazy amount of time looking through those binos
0: yeah i know we're a hunting company and optics for hunting but like you get so many multiple uses out of these optics zero
1: interest in hunting oh that's even cooler and then his neighbor bought one from me yeah and then you know i just got a text you know after that weekend that another neighbor wants that same kind of setup so Mm -hmm. um you know i mean even even you know even blake yeah you know, bla- they're like, hey man, I want that ATX for the, you know, for the back deck at the, re- I got it. We got you covered. Nope. And I think people have a thing about, you know, looking at wildlife and, yep. and, and just being connected to it. And, and maybe that's just as connected as I'll get.
0: Mm-hmm. Optics do connect you with nature. I mean, a hundred percent. We all like to see them close and up. And, and that's then the not to, to mention
1: them. all the people that buy that stuff and then they, they use it for hunting, but my kids think it's the coolest thing in the world when I pull a BTX out and look at the, you know, whatever, Red Moon or, you yeah. know, Eclipse or what's whatever's going on for the day. Yep. They think that's the coolest thing in the world. So there's there's just so much f- about it that I enjoy doing. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I guess I, I'll keep doing it as long as they'll have me and as long as we keep uh, doing good and, and coming up with, with fun stuff to talk about and new products to, to bring on.
0: Yeah. So comes when it comes to optics, how can people get a hold of you here at Go Hunt when they have questions uh, or?
1: optics at GoHunt.com. dot com. That's the that's the the best way, most efficient way. Um, you can always call the, the main line um seven oh two eight four seven eight seven four seven uh and Taylor or Paul or Michaela or you know any of the the, the C S team uh, will will get will get you in touch with me. Um, I'm generally not answering the first line phones but they will
0: yeah, put you in touch.
1: Able to put me in touch, and and I just ask people like, hey, if you call me, give me an opportunity, you know, and and you can call me back, um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know, can give me an opportunity to respond, and I, I I I try very very hard to return every one of my phone calls. By day's end. And I, I do make mistakes. And I, <laughs> I'm not going to say I don't ever miss one. I'm just saying I do my best to try everything yep. you know, by the end of the day.
0: I also like, too, that now we have that uh, the Go Hunt showroom all finished. Oh, buddy. We got some optics sitting out there we now. We got
1: some optics sitting out there. So the guys, guys are in the Las Vegas area. Girls
0: want to come in, and check us out. Some we're optics? still
1: figuring out the layout and yep. how everything is going to function together. And, um, but man, Paul and, and. Is this the first and, time you've seen it? I, th- well, well, I mean, other than pictures, yeah, but yeah, pictures. to walk in and actually yeah. feel it and, and, you know, look, touch and, and understand how the depth of it and how mm-hmm. big it is. Um, I just couldn't, those guys, you know, Kevin and Paul and, and, uh, the new gal, um, uh, Sid, Sydney, Sid. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. I, think
1: yeah, so. I mean, what, what they're just, they're doing an awesome job mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think it's going to be a destination place. People want to come and visit and yeah. And uh, and meet the great you know Brady himself. No, and
0: they want to hang out with you and talk optics. Yeah, but I just sit in my back little corner and punch keyboard all day and test. Well, things out.
1: sometimes we have to do that.
0: Yep, yep. So we'll probably end on that. This is a pretty action packed podcast.
1: Yeah, well, we can. We we've got some stuff. There's some new stuff coming in the shop, and yep. we're always working on stuff. And and uh, I we're I've got the interest in. People, So, you know, we talked about it last time about the, you know, Project's tripods and, and yep. stuff that we're working on. So things are coming and progressing, and, and we're just trying to make things more efficient and, and help people make decisions better, faster, and, and, and so that, you know, that it serves their needs.
0: Yeah, and I just want to point out a few things, too. So if you guys missed it, uh, we launched a couple different uh, YouTube videos you and I did recently, yep. some of the tripod videos. Yep. And, uh, obviously we talked about this one. We have Koa now in the Go Hunt Gear Shop. So you guys can check that out. And if you did miss Cody and I's last podcast, we, I know I referenced that several times in here. That's just podcast episode 34 on the Big Hunt Guys podcast. Definitely check that out. That was probably, I mean, anytime I get to hang out with you, Cody, is probably the highlight of my <laughs> life. But like, that was a really good podcast. I felt like we talked about a lot of different gems of different glassing techniques. Like I said, the mental side of glassing. All sorts of different gems we sure. in, jumped into there, so be sure to check out that podcast. And
1: uh, Hey, one of the things I wanted to bring up that I, I didn't, I, 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 was, I was laughing because I was supposed to ship these binos back and I didn't, and, uh, and, and I was talking to Cortland at Zeiss, and he's like, hey man, where are my binos? And I'm like, ah, just not going to be back in time for that yet. And, uh, so I bought myself a couple more days, but you know, I took out the new, you know, we, we talked about a video that we did with the, the Zeiss SFLs Yep. and I gotta be honest with you, I I took them out, I used them on that, on those bowls and, and, and played with them in some different distances. And, and, uh, man, I was really impressed with those Hmm. outdoors at low light. Uh, I, I would tell people to please give the Zeiss, uh, uh, SFLs a, a, a shot. Uh, I think they're really going to be impressive, uh, or impressed with them. I, I like hearing so,
0: that you uh, finagled your way to keep him for a little bit longer to well, try to look through I, him more. Well, just I,
1: just you know, he, I, I thought he was gone, and yep, I yeah, I might have missed that, Cortland, if you're watching. I really apologize. I owe you a phone call back today, but um, man, I, I, but that, but that sometimes is just how we get opportunities to to. You know, we don't always have 20 of them laying around that we can yeah, just all take. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, people have that, that thing. I'm like, oh, you just go grab what you want. Well, we do, but, like, in this instance, you know, um, we I just had to use the, the ones that, because the ones yeah. that we'll use for the shop just aren't here yet. So, yep. um, and, you know, those will be here one day. But um, And it's the same thing with the, 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 the ATC and the, you know, STC.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be um, a really exciting. Launch. I, I would
1: when when that when that finally starts to show, I would really ask for people to get out, and and try to go look behind one because I just don't think you're gonna find a hole in it. Yep, I, I really don't. I, I I think that as a as an optical piece with a variable eyepiece, I just don't think you're gonna find a big hole in it. I I was incredibly impressed. So those two two pieces of gear and then along with with the uh, with bringing in the COA, that you know we're 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 continually mashing on that, pushing on, on different stuff. So
0: it's exciting times to be a consumer looking at optics. Yeah, like I we've mean, been it's... saying the whole time. There's just more tools out there, more options. Yep. W- whatever your use case is, I guarantee you, we can find an optic for yes, you. Yes, sir. Or a tripod, or whatever it may be, bino harness. So whatever you're looking for,
1: optics at, at, at gohunt.com and then they can always subscribe to the to the YouTube channel. Yep. And then uh, and then and then the 702-847-8747 phone yeah. number.
0: And if there's anything too like, you know, we we always miss things too or just sometimes take things for granted on what we do or what Cody does or what myself do. So if you ever have any like suggestions of topics you want to cover, like I would love to keep doing the series with you more talking about different strategies so if anyone has any questions drop them in the comments below their youtube or reach out to us and
1: how many times brady did we talk about something that you could go oh i don't want to go down that hole right yeah but you if you want to talk about angled and that's right we can dive in as deep as we can go out to to. the truck and put them on window mounts and we could do all kinds of fun stuff and, and 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 i think that those are things that we you know i'd kind of like to hear from some of our our, our audience and say, Hey, well, I mean, what do you, what do you want to know more about? Yep. Um, because I, I mean, I could do this all day long and, and, and not get tired of it and, yep. and enjoy it. And, uh, in, in, I'm more than happy to share my knowledge of that.
0: Yep. I just want to take everything that's in that brain right now
1: <laughs> and broadcast it to our audience well, at all times. Yeah. There's uh there's a lot going on. All right. So, but I yeah, have, no, i I'm pre- happy to help out, bud.
0: I appreciate the time. And uh, like we said, till next time, we'll keep doing this. Yeah. And we got a little bit more fun to have, of well, course, here. So,
1: Maybe yeah. I'll have some big bull picks next that uh, my buddy's wife is going to kill here in a week.
0: Sharing's caring, Cody. Whew. Sharing is caring. Show those picks when you guys get them.
1: What a great hunt that is. Yeah.
0: But I appreciate it. You got them. Take you. care, buddy.